Hey, what's going on, guys? You're tuned in to PVD Horror. Today, we're having an interview with David Howard Thornton, a.k.a. Art the Clown, as we talk about some of the rough times with COVID-19, the upcoming film, Terrifier 2, and also some of the cool conventions that we have gone to over the years. So stay tuned. Check it out. What's up, everybody? This is PVD Hara. I am Joshua. This is Dave. And this is Brandon. Hey, and I'm David Howard Thornton. I'm Art the Clown. And you are now listening to PVD Horror. You are now listening to PVD Horror. Hey guys, I'm Felissa Rose Angela from Sleepaway Camp, and you're listening to PVD Horror. Yeah! <laughs> Hi, everybody! Hi. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, hey, Brandon, so you want to you wanna start us off, dude? Yeah, so um, like we were talking before the podcast, we just kind of like catching up. You know, we were able to meet David back in 2019 at uh, the Scaricon, um convention back in Massachusetts. So, you know, it was pretty cool. We were able mm-hmm. to talk to him, himself and uh, Damien. Now we're able to link up to have this interview. You know, it's a cool experience. Dave, you want to go into a little bit about that? Yeah, um, like, what, what do you want me to? Oh, me, Dave, or the other Dave? <laughs> That's going to be confusing. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> I got it's two Dave. Yeah, it's two Dave. It's like I'm back in second oh, grade again. <laughs> we had all four Davids in my second grade class in the same class together. It was like, oh, God, this is confusing. <laughs> hey, David, yes? <laughs> Not you, David. That David. Which David? That David. That David? No, that David. Oh. Were you the clown back then? Oh, yeah. Was, David was, the clown. Oh, I was always getting in trouble, too. I was always in the office. I was getting yeah. fights all the time. Yeah, I can totally picture that. I definitely picture you probably being a very outspoken youth as well as adult. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm my mom's son. I can't help it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I, I guess what um what we wanted to ask was uh, like, you know, for after after Terrifier kind of blew up, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. um, what was that convention scene like for you? And do you enjoy it? Do you like, you know, like meeting people or is it kind of overwhelming? Oh, I love it. It's a lot of fun. I, it's just that was always like a goal of mine because I used to go to conventions growing up and stuff like that. So it's like that was always something I wanted to be on. Was on the other side of that table one day. It's, yeah. I, yeah, I think it's so cool. I was like, this, I want to be on doing panel discussions and all that fun stuff. And now I get to do it. So it's like I, it's you know, living out a, a childhood dream in a lot of ways. So I, I can't For complain. Sure. Did you have any idea after doing Terrifier that that would be kind of the outcome? Oh, God, no. No, because we were trying to be um, honest with ourselves because we were like, we were just a small little budget independent film. We didn't know if anybody was even going to see us. We were like, well, we think we have something fun here, but who knows? Because, you know, it's like when you don't have like the Hollywood engine behind you, you don't know what's going to happen because, you know, that Hollywood engine's doing all the publicity and all that kind of stuff for you big theaters because they got millions of dollars and we didn't have any of that so it's like well hopefully people see this and like it yeah nah. and it I, I feel like it literally blew up overnight pretty yeah. much yeah especially when we uh i mean like when we first came out it was like all the the original fans from all hallows eve they went crazy over it and they started telling people about it and it wasn't really until we got put on Netflix in September of that year because we released in March. So yeah, it was about six months later that we got put on Netflix, and that's when it really went boom. 
because it was it's so much you know more accessible mm-hmm. to people that yeah. way. Now I know you're down over in New York, three hours away from us in Rhode Island. How are you how are you handling up with uh, COVID? Uh, pretty well, as much as I can. I uh, I've basically been hunkered down in my apartment for the past what how many months now? <laughs> <laughs> I know. We I don't eight, know any nine. Yeah, about eight months now. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I've been here playing a lot of video games, <laughs> watching a lot of movies and stuff. I've been catching up on shows that I never watched. I just started watching Supernatural finally. So I'm only in the first season. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a fun journey. And I started watching One Piece a few months ago. So I'm about 200 some odd episodes into that. I'm just like, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, it's a cool yeah. show. Yeah. So, this uh, is my Corona hair and my Corona beard. So just so you know, <laughs> I started Corona as soon as we got locked down. Oh, God. The wild man, man of the lockdown. Yeah, no kidding. I, I can't grow facial hair that well. But yeah. well, <laughs> I'm so splotchy. Let me out again. So there we yeah. go. <laughs> You're going to yeah, be like, so just we... have one of those like, you know, ZZ Top beards by the end of this. <laughs> Yeah, so we see you have a birthday coming up soon in a few uh, days, man. We just want to God. say happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday! Don't remind me. Oh, finally old enough to go to the bar. Yeah, wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I passed those years like twenty years ago now, so it's just like, <laughs> it's yeah. like oh God, when did that? Remember when bars oh. existed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> remember? <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> uh Wait a so, minute, so that would make you what 41 yeah i'm turning 41 next week yeah it's just dude when hard. i turned 40 it was like the worst thing in my entire life oh it's <laughs> worse it's a weird <laughs> realization we do. <laughs> it's oh it's it's not fun it's just plus last year my my 40th birthday was during thanksgiving weekend so i was by myself because everybody went out of town to be with their oh, families and i was like oh yeah, because yeah, um, I want to do something cool and known. So I took myself to go see Knives Out and took myself to Crapplebee's for a steak dinner. <laughs> that was, <laughs> yeah, <awesome>. yeah. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. That's yeah. how it's like, well, next year I will go. And that's when <laughs> Terrifier 2 should be out by then. And I, I'll just take myself down to Orlando and go to the parks because I have some friends that live down there. We'll go to all the parks and fun shit like that. And then COVID. Yeah. I wish yeah. I wish we could go back into 2019 and just listen to our own thoughts about how cool the next year was going to be. Oh, yeah. I thought this year was going to be freaking awesome. Yeah. All these conventions yeah. lined yeah. up. I'm like, I ain't going to bank this year. I, yeah. I was like, yeah, I got this. I got some movies I'm going to film. And I'm going to be doing this. And yeah, it's going to be awesome. And Terrifier 2 is going to come out. And that's going to go crazy. Yeah. Fuck. Well, <laughs> I, I, I still think that's going to happen when Terrifier 2 can come out. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know about this year, obviously. Uh, yeah. Let's <laughs> cross this one off as if it didn't happen yeah. eventually. I, I remember also when I thought, you know, like when they said we're going in lockdown. Oh, it's just going to be out of fun. Yeah. That's good. No big. Why is everybody going crazy with toilet paper? It's only going to be for a month, guys. Calm down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here we are later. on <laughs> lockdown number two coming up. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
Because I never anticipated the stupidity of the American people just to not take care of each other. It was yeah. just like, yeah. good no. God, people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we could be doing so much better right now if you just wore a mask and social distance for a few weeks. If we all mm-hmm. did that, we would have been so much better off right now. But, you know, freedom. Nope. We're pretty strong-willed people, and people are going to do what they're going to do, and I think we've all realized that for uh, the last four years as well. So this is why we need to have a stupidity tax. I think we could just pay for you know (laughs) so much with a stupidity (laughs) tax in this country. (laughs) Dude, I I gotta tell you, the shutdown when it first first happened, Rhode Island was like empty, Mm -hmm. and I was still working because I was I was I I drive, so I'm a delivery guy. Yeah. Um, and they were like deer walking right down the city streets wow. in the middle of the street. It was crazy. And Rhode Island is yeah. small, so it's not like they had far to go out of the woods. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, but it it was insane, like, how many animals were just everywhere and no people. Yeah. No well, that's not actually how it was here in New York, too, because yeah. when the, the right before the lockdown started, we were upstate New York in the middle of bumfuck nowhere Amish country. <laughs> okay, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like near Kennejahari. That's where we were filming. Way up. Oh. Yeah. No, I was like, it took like 45 minutes just to drive to the grocery store. It was just like, this is ridiculous. It's like, I was lucky to get like a bar on my cell phone out there. I was like, this yeah. is nuts. Yeah. So we come back from that and we had no idea what was happening. It's like, we, we heard people, <laughs> oh yes, yeah, the, the virus. And we came back. <laughs> And I like I live on Steinway here in Astoria, which is like one of the busiest streets in Astoria. This is where all the bars and the you know the the restaurants and all the all the cool stuff is. And it's like I we pull up and it's like a ghost town. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. It was like this is weird. I've never seen it so quiet here before. It was like, but then this summer people went crazy here. There's like oh, there's videos yeah. of where like you can't even go down the street because yeah. everybody was out in the street partying and I'm like what the hell is wrong with you people? Yeah. We're still in the middle of this pandemic and they're out there. Woo! Yeah. yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, I, I think we got lucky that like I don't think we saw it as much. It wasn't as blatant here, but I mean, I know it was still happening. It was more of like for us. I know it was a lot. They were saying it was a lot of like the social, the small gatherings and stuff like that that were yeah. kind of setting us back. But you know, yeah, I I know that it's it's frustrating because we we all know that we should be a lot better oh, yeah. off than we are, and it's kind of all everybody, you know, people's faults. But eh, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is why right, we can't so, have nice things. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so David, let me, um, just ask you a little bit, uh, just kind of like a little history about you Sorry, and like, your... cat trying to come. <laughs> yeah. she's like insisting, she's like, yes, I have I to be honest. on camera to show my butt to everybody. <laughs> yeah, look, look at that ass. Yeah. Yeah. Look at it. Tail <laughs> up. That. Tail up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, David, just tell Guys, me a I little bit about like, video real quick. <laughs> David, tell me a little bit about your uh, jam, Josh. You're killing me, dude. (laughs) It's like, oh, I've got a pussy on screen. Yeah, yeah. You got me all excited. I've been locked up for months. It's like Ben Shapiro's wife. She's very dry right now. I'm going to hell for that. (laughs) All right. It's like the Sahara. Oh, man. Water. 
<laughs> so, David, before I before we lose all track here, <laughs> tell me a little bit about your relationship with horror. Like, are you are you a fan yourself? Like, We're in what's an your open relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? So, like, are are do you consider yourself a fan? And if so, like, what's yeah. your what's your favorite like subgenres? Do you have any favorite movies? Just let us know. Yeah, I, I, I am a, a horror fan. I was a little bit late to the game because my mom was. Uh, you know, big chicken when it came to horror movies. She thought yeah. The Fall of the House of Usher was the scariest movie she ever seen. <laughs> and if you've seen that movie, you're like... I love that movie. Yeah, but it's not scary. No. It's not going to make me hide under the covers or anything like that. It's just like, ugh. So was, I didn't watch horror movies until like my senior year in high school when Scream 2 came out because some of my co-stars cool. wanted to go see it and there was yeah. a girl in the cast I had a crush on and I couldn't chicken out in front of her. So I'm like, okay, sure, I'll go. <laughs> and i loved it i was like this is awesome so i would say like i i do like them i, I especially like slashers and I, I like you know more of the paranormal stuff too nice nice yeah. um any any favorites that you would say oh yeah I, I would say my like my top five i always give out or like uh, texas chainsaw massacre halloween the original yeah. um Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, Dream Warriors, uh, nice. <laughs> Exorcist, and Omen. Oh, wow. But there's so, so you're, many other ones. Your, your first yeah. three right there are on my top five. And that's yeah. why I was like, what? No. So, like, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, I, I love. I, oh, I it's so good. Connect with that movie on so many different levels. And, like, um, yeah, it's great. And I just, yeah. that's very good very good list right there sir yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it, it felt like list. number three was when they really figure out what they were doing yes uh, like, yeah, okay, absolutely this is how we're going to go with this uh, then it got a little bit campier later on but yep. number three was just Mwah. yeah i feel like it's that perfect <laughs> yeah. balance of dark but like with a sense of humor as well yeah yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, like thinking about how you you played your character and like your own personality, I kind of see why you would gravitate to towards a film like that as well, because you're yeah. a little dark, but then you know you have the comedic side, the the mm-hmm. physical humor part. So, yeah. I think that works so well on horror because it takes the audience on a better ride that way because you know, the the comedy puts them at ease, so you can scare them again. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a, a great point. And I think, you know what, if, um, you know, you take a movie like terrifier and if you played it straight the yep. whole way, it wouldn't have been as effective. No. But the fact that we were able to look at that diner scene and laugh at how you were interacting with those two girls <laughs> and then have you do the most vile things after yeah. Was, yeah. it was such but a like, big contrast. You even laugh at the vile stuff too, because yes. and then you're like, I should not be laughing at this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I totally agree. I will say though, like I that movie, I haven't had a movie like where I kind of felt uneasy watching it in a while, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed that. So that was, I, I think it was because of that balance. Yeah. Um. So looking at at Terrifier, the original, um, like how did you? So first of all, I want to ask, like, how did that role come about? Like, did you? audition um you know what did you know about the character before you did that yeah. oh i had seen all hallows eve before okay. i saw the audition so i was already familiar with the character when i first saw it i was like i love the character i was like oh my god i would love to play a character like that because he i looked at him as like being an evil mr bean and i've always wanted to play a, like a mr bean type of character because like, i i love silent comedy 
and a lot of physical comedy. And I was like, oh my God, this is great. And I love playing villains. So it's like, oh my God, that's like the best of both worlds for me. So it's like, I would love to have an opportunity to play a character like that. I never anticipated I would be able to play him. But then the audition came up and I was like, oh my God, yes, this is perfect. So I had like my agent submit me for it. And, you know, it's, it was probably the craziest audition I've ever had because I'm used to having a script and they didn't give me a script. So I went in there and I'm like, I see everybody else's scripts in their hands. I start to panic and I'm like, oh God, no, I'm in here for my first big like movie audition. And I have no script. I am not prepared. I'm like, oh God, because I knew I was like, I was perfect for this role too. I'm like, oh, you have got to be kidding me. And they call me into the room and I'm like, hey, um, sorry, I never got a script. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's okay. You don't need one. Art doesn't talk. I'm like, cool. So what the, What am I supposed to do then <laughs> for you guys? They're like, well, just come up with a scene where you um, like kill a guy, decapitate him, and you're happy about doing it. And go. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I had to just improvise this whole scene off the top of my head and it's that's where it's i'm glad i have like a lot of experience with improvisation because you just don't know when you're going to be thrown into moments like that as an actor and it's 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 really good to be able to think on your feet like that and i just came with this thing where i like cartoonishly snuck up behind my victim knocked him out take out a hacksaw kind of tease him with it then cut off his head pick it up look at it taste the blood i was like oh don't like the taste of it. So I take out a salt shaker and start seasoning it. <laughs> and then I taste something like, yeah, I give it a thumbs up, kind of bathe in the blood a little bit. And then I just skipped out of my merry way. That's what got me the role. Did you know you had it? Pretty much because like Damien's head was on the table by the end of it. Cause he was laughing his head off. Nice. And our producers over there just like, Oh my God. <laughs> they're like, can are you okay with wearing a lot of makeup? I'm like, yeah, I've done children's theater my whole entire life. I'm used to crazy makeup jobs. And they're like, cool. Can you come in for a makeup test? And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. And it was a few months before I actually went in for that makeup test. And I, I they finally call me in for it. And I'm in it. And I'm like, so does this mean I have the part? <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, you've had the part since the audition. I'm like, what? It's like, yeah, your agent didn't tell you. I'm like, no. <laughs> that's awesome. Surprise. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's funny, though, because how we talked about how All Hallows Eve was the original film that introduced Art the Clown. Damien's best friend played Art yeah. in that movie. So, you know, like, how was that, you know, um, getting that role um, from his best friend, you know, having that part in the first film yeah that that's a very unnerving thing to do too because it's like you know someone else had already played it before so like number one i was like oh god dame is going to be comparing me to mike especially since that's his friend and stuff like that and like also i'm like i hope mike's Mm -hmm. not mad at me for taking i've I've actually still not met mike personally i've talked to him online but i've never met him personally Uh but i'm like oh god mike's probably gonna be like who is this little sucker coming in and taking this part and stuff like that but you know, Damon explained mm-hmm. to me, like, Mike just didn't want to come back to do the part again. He didn't want to go through all the makeup and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay. So right. just, there's no bad blood. I'm like, oh, okay, phew. Oh, that's good. Because yeah. 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 I know that's happened with other people before in the past when they've taken over the roles from another person that, you know, that I don't want to name names, but I know some people that have had some bad experiences with the previous actor and stuff sure. like that. Mm-hmm. 
And so I was worried about that. And then I was also worried about the fan response because yeah. I know how I am. I'm a huge fanboy myself. And I know how I am with the new actor comes in playing a role that someone else had played. And I'm usually a yep. judgmental little creep. And I'm like, oh man, this is going to come back and bite me in the ass. Now. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like every, every few uh, years when they change Batman characters and we're like, yeah. oh, I just started yeah. to like that one. And then now there's a new one. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like that, especially over the Joker, you know, sure. Joker's my favorite villain of all time. So I'm like, okay. And the funny thing was when they first cast Jared Leto, I was like, oh, he's perfect. He's mm. perfect. He's a great actor and yep. stuff like that. Now I'm just like, oh. <laughs> when they cast uh, like Heath Ledger, I was like, oh my god, what are yeah. they doing? No, he's a. And then you saw him. He's a, yeah, like, he's great. He's yeah. not the Joker from the comic, but he's great with yeah. what he did. He lost himself in the role and yeah, did his own yeah. thing with it. I was like, that's amazing. And then Jared Leto's. I'm like. <laughs> I know. I, I I had like similar responses with both where I was like Heath Ledger. I was like, oh, I don't see that. And um, that's why, you know, when they talk about Robert Pattinson being Batman, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, what? I'm not going to even like have a judgment because every yeah. time I've done it, it's been wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. I know. I hate Because I, I was like that with them when they cast uh, Colin Farrell as Penguin. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> he's not penguin he doesn't have the physique or anything then i've seen the makeup that they have him in i'm like oh my god that's colin farrell yeah yeah so i'm like that's amazing things. okay yeah. okay i'm interested i'm very interested now. i mean so, it won't be any danny devito but yeah 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 <laughs> no one is right <laughs> no no but even to me i it, like as much as i love danny devito's portrayal of penguin that still wasn't the the oswald cobble pot of the the yeah the, comic books he, he was more like a monster more than anything he was yeah. vile and disgusting oswald was always very sophisticated he was you know, like the old uh tv show version yeah. as well yeah. i used to love that yeah, one. yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's like oh but yeah so, but yeah, even with robert pattinson i was like kind of like really batman i was like i see him more as a rock yeah i see him more as a you know uh yeah, dick grayson yeah he'll be yeah. a great dick grayson mm-hmm. yeah. so or, i'm going I just want to go off topic. You're talking about Batman. You obviously mm-hmm. have read comics. Favorite comic book characters? Go. Oh yeah, well Joker. Of all, he's my favorite villain <laughs> of all time. So yeah, um, I'm a huge Batman fan. I think he's got the best rogues gallery yeah. out of anybody of all comic books. You know, it's like both Marvel and DC and everything else. And now Marvel wise, I'm a huge Spider Man freak. Love Spider Man. Love X Men. So now, since we were talking about the whole makeup. Uh, thing with art the clown what was the process like of getting like becoming art with the makeup it's a it's a process <laughs> yeah. it, it takes about three hours to put it on because it's just a uh a, a, a gelatin mask that mm-hmm. is just one big huge piece that damien has to systematically glue to my face now he originally did a mold of my face and tried to do a sculpt off of it but it didn't look as good as the original sculpt that he had for Mike Gianelli. So he actually uses Mike Gianelli's actual mold for my face. So he has to oh, take okay. a little bit more time to make sure it actually fits my face because it's not actually made for my face. But yeah, it takes a while. It's you know, it's it's, yeah. it's a process. Yeah. So and then also, you know, at one of the conventions, we had seen that you yourself and uh, Sid Haig. Had, we're in the same room getting the makeup done. He was becoming Captain Spaulding, and you were becoming Art the Clown. 
Can you talk to us about that, that whole experience being in that room with Sid? Man, that was something else. That was, you know, it's like when they asked me, it's like, are you okay with getting your makeup done with Sid? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's totally cool. Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? It's like, this is like amazing. And of course, this is before, you know, obviously, I mean, I had no idea he was going to pass away later on yeah. last yeah. That year. And I was like, oh, my God. So was, that made it even more special because, like, of course, he finished his way sooner than me because his his um, they timed it out. So, like, they knew how long it would take for both of us. And his photo op was like an hour before mine. So they timed it. So I was like, as soon as he's done, I would be done. I could go right in. And so he's he's finished. He turns around to me. He goes like, "See under the big top, kid." Uh, and had his picture made with me and stuff like this. So it's kind of like a so passing awesome. of a torch in a way. And it's like it's yeah. even more special now. But it was a very surreal experience because we're in there just trading you know, like witty remarks back and forth with each other. <laughs> so. Okay, we're having fun. And at one point, Sergeant Slaughter comes into the room. Like, <laughs> Damon and I are both just like, God, what is going on? So surreal. Yeah. And then yeah. Bruce That's Campbell's awesome. getting ready for his photo op in the next room, too. So it's like, this is nuts. very cool. So, like, our inner kids yeah. are going, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. But we're like, we got to be yeah. cool. <laughs> Don't, don't show the excitement, but inside we're just like, it, it sounds almost like while you recognized how big it blew up, it almost feels like you, um, you maybe don't feel like you're at that, that status of those other ones, even though uh-huh. like we could, like fans see you like the same, but it sounds like you don't yet. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know if I ever will because it, it almost feel I, I, I kind of feel like it has that, that imposter syndrome type thing going on there. It's like, it's, I, I, especially when we did our first convention, oh man, Damien and I were both so nervous. We're just like, oh, because we, we didn't know how people were going to respond to us. Yeah. And it's like, I, I was so afraid that all these guys that I grew up watching in movies and I, I have loved, they were going to all look down upon me. Like, who the hell does this kid think he is coming into our territory? Yeah. Who, the yeah, art, the kind of whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you were in one movie, kid. We're, we're like a. <laughs> It, it, but it was the total opposite, you know. Several of them were actually fans of the film too, like Bill Mosley. It was just like, it was like this is crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I was like it's fucked up. Kane Hodder and all of them. They were like, oh, Kane's like, when, when are you going to do a second one? I would. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. That's the interesting thing too. Now is that now that you're like part of, you know, you you did this movie that blew up in the in the horror scene, and now you're you've been doing conventions now you're like part of that family almost. Yeah. And I feel like that, you know, those, the, the individuals that go to those conventions, I feel like they stick together. Yeah. So I won't yeah. be surprised to see you with Kane soon. Um, you know, I know I, I, Josh has a question. He's going to ask in a little bit mm-hmm. about another uh, cast member of your upcoming film, but mm-hmm. like, you know, there's, there's definitely um, a group that seem to go, go to the conventions pretty regularly and seem to love it. Yeah. So, and now you're part of that. It seems like, right. That, that's something I've noticed too with you. Cause I've, I've done both the horror conventions. And I've done the normal, you know, like not normal, but you know, the, the comic book type of conventions yeah. where yep. they got everybody yep. from everywhere. And there's a different sense of camaraderie between the, yeah. 
the people at the the horror conventions versus the just the regular conventions it's just yeah. like there's it's a more of a family unit because it's a lot of the same people go to the horror conventions i just not not just the celebrities but like the fans they're all going to different ones so, so you see a lot of the same people over and over again so it's like hey good see you you know and also those that's where people yeah. hang out and have the parties and stuff like that after the after parties yeah. they don't the after parties <laughs> yeah. yeah here's yeah. a here's a convention question uh so i haven't done conventions in a long time i i i said met my wife and just had kids and stopped going <laughs> for like 10 years right yeah uh, these guys still go once on, well up until this year but when i used yeah. to go uh years and years ago you're you're absolutely right like the, the horror community is really different and mm-hmm. like the after parties and is it really weird to be partying with famous people like yeah. even though you're famous <laughs> now does it still feel weird when you turn oh, yeah. like well that was like when we did uh, uh scaricon there in massachusetts billy zane was there and he's <laughs> yes. in the middle of this party <laughs> yeah. we're doing karaoke and billy zane is like videotaping uh felissa rose and i doing karaoke <laughs> together and i'm like this is the most surreal thing he's just sitting there with his cameras like yeah I, I don't I don't mean that I don't mean to throw shade at all, but was he still wearing his scarf? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He had a scarf on for that. We were like, what? In summer. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. I should mention that. It was in summer. Yeah. That's really sad. It's just like but that was like this like, what is going on? Yeah. This is life is, isn't right it now. cool though? That's like, cool. I think it's the coolest thing when you turn around and there's like somebody there. Like, I'm a nobody, right? Yeah. I went to a convention one time and we went out to eat. I went me and whoever I was with went out to eat with the. Uh, I think it was like a magazine crew that was there. We just hooked mm-hmm. up with, and I sat at the table. I turned around and Ben Chapman, who played the creature from the Black Lagoon, was sitting next to me. Yeah. And I was like, <gasps> and he was like the coolest dude. And we talked the whole time we were eating. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that, cool. and like that I'm actually happened. That. Well, that actually happened to me years ago when I was turning with the Grinch because we were in Tulsa and they were having their first comic convention there in Tulsa, and so a lot of celebrities were staying in the same hotel we were staying at. And mm-hmm. so, like Lou Ferrigno and Shatner and um, God, uh, like Ernie Hudson were there, and like, but I, I go, uh, I know a lot of people in my cast are also obsessed because Tom Felton was there. They're like, oh my God, it's Draco Malfoy. I mean, they're all trying to find him. Though. Like he and I pass each other on the escalator at one point. I'm like, what's up, dude? <laughs> That's all I did. And everybody's like, you did. And I was like, I'm not going to bother. They're, they're not at the convention. They're trying to come back in the one. But I was at the bar. I go sit at the bar because we'd, you know, we'd finish our show and we'll all go hang out at the bar later on that night and stuff like that. And I'm sitting at the bar and I just, this guy sits next to me and he orders a drink and I'm in the middle of eating my burger and, I look and it's Ralph Macchio, and I'm like, <laughs> "What the hell?" I'm like, "Holy shit, it's Daniel!" Yeah. <laughs> and, and and he and I just sat there and talked for a while. He's like, oh. you know, he's like, "Oh, you're an actor." Like, yeah, we're here with the Grinch. He's like, oh. he's like, "I wish I could go see that." You know, it's like, it's like I, I'm going to be so busy with the yeah. Grinch. I, I would love to go see the show. It's like, yeah. It's like, well, if you get a chance, let me know. I'll, be able, we'd probably be able to hook you up a ticket or whatever, but <laughs> it was, it was like, Ralph Macho was fishing for tickets. That's awesome. Yeah, it was just like this is this is like amazing. I'm like this is it's, it's Ralph Macchio. <laughs> he was just like that's the fun. nicest guy, just the absolute. Yeah. Guy. that's what I love. But that's what I like about this kind of stuff is being able to interact with these celebrities 
as just people, not as a celebrity. Yeah. Like, oh, you're just another person. You get to see them mm-hmm. in their actual natural element. It's like, oh, cool. Now I get to see the real you, not who you are on screen, but who you are in real life. And I think right. that is that is so much cooler. That's um, yeah. that's exactly what we love about going to these conventions. Like we've, you know, even even the fact that like you know, you might not remember everybody, but like the fact that you'll take the time to even respond to people on, the, yeah. you know, through, you know, the uh, social media or whatever. And like, you know, we've had some, some really great experiences and some, some that weren't so great, but I mean, yeah. and then it just puts things into perspective. Like we know who's nice and who's not nice. Exactly. And like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah no, it was it, pretty cool. Cause I was like telling you last time, Dave, like when we was down in Salem, you know, and we had like this big event and the guys from uh, the Friday the 13th video game, I was just talking to them, chilling mm-hmm. out and talking, having a conversation. And then Kane Harder walks in and uh, he calls Kane over. He goes, hey, Kane, come on, come over. This is Brandon, you know, hey, everything. And he's like, hey, what's going on? And we're like sitting down yeah. and like eating dinner. And then like later on in the conversation while we're eating and everything, George Romero's son's sitting across the table yeah. with his wife. You know? And I'm sitting at this like, I didn't even know that was him, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These guys are really cool. It was a cool experience, you know? And so, you know, I still keep in touch with, um, you know, the guy, the crew from the Friday the 13th video game yeah. and everything like that. But, They're all like great said, guys. You know, cool yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It's just like it's you know, like Kane is very personable. He's like he's always hanging out at the yeah. bars and stuff like that afterwards. And yeah, it, you know, Phyllis is the same way. Bill Mosley does that mm-hmm. a lot too. It's just like it's yeah. it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, right. I love it. Speaking of Felissa, uh, how was it working with her on Terrifier Two? <laughs> Well, unfortunately, we're not in the same Felicia. scene together. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 spoiler, oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm not. That's it. We're not watching her. the movie now. Ah. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, you know, Fullis is like she's um she's family now to us. So it's just like yeah. uh, we're we're going to be working on two other films together in the next year. So it's just like that's what's kind of cool about it. So it's like, it's oh, awesome. Felicia. It was, I, I absolutely love Felicia. She's just. Is, I love it because she's the total opposite of her character from Sleep Away Camp. She, <laughs> yeah. is, uh, she is so funny. Is, yeah. she's, uh, she's just so personable. Just She's mm-hmm. just a little ball of joy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, she's she's super sweet to all of her fans. Always yeah. like starts everything off with like just like a nice phrase to like make you feel welcomed, which is, you know awesome because yeah you know sometimes you go up there you got nerves because it's like you know like we were talking about here it's kind of like you know starstruck like oh i'm meeting this person that i've watched on tv so many years and you know never thought i would be here so yeah. and that that's how felissa cool. was with me when i first started doing conventions she was at one of the fir- one of the first ones i did and she just kind of like hey because she had seen terrifiers like i loved it i'm just like i want to you're new to conventions and everything aren't you I was like yeah i was like i will introduce you to everybody so she says <laughs> So that's what she's done. She's like, hey, I want you to, you know, so it's like, it's, it takes a lot of the pressure because I always feel so awkward just going up to other celebrities if I haven't met them before. And I'm just like, hi. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to have a weird experience, but like, uh, yeah. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but um, when the, Brandon, you would remember, uh, remind me, this where we met David, that was also where they did the Phantasm reunion. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, did you? Are were you a Phantasm fan by any chance? I had or? actually not seen any of those before that. So, okay. I, I've watched them ever since then. I'm like, oh yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, it was that was so like, you know, yeah. Brandon's Brandon's a bigger fan than I, but I I've, you know, I've seen I'd seen the first one, but I'm catching up mm-hmm. now on all the sequels. But they were so cool to me. Um yeah. that whole that whole cast yeah. was like so yeah. engaging and like so embracing of their fans. So that was just another yeah. example of that. Also yeah. nice. But that's basically how I would say about 99% of these people are though. That's just like Yeah. And then that's there's the, the ones wearing like, scarves. Yeah. <laughs> that's the same thing. It's like yourself and Damien, you know, you guys were the same way. You know, you guys were just open, cool to talk to. And and like Damien had showed us the cover of Terrified 2. Like this mm-hmm. was like months before, like before you guys even yeah. started filming the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's like showing us the, the cover art. And so I was like, oh, this is pretty cool, you know? And so, and then we got to meet you guys. And it was just, it was a good time, you know? Uh, Scaricon. So. Yeah. You know, thanks for that experience. Oh, we, we, the two of us, we, Damien and I geek out just as much as everybody else at these things. I, we're just <laughs> like, we're like kids in a candy store. We're like, awesome. we can't, we're just like, we can't believe we get to do these things. We're like, yeah. we love them. We, I, 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 I'm, yeah. I absolutely love it. And now that we're getting more of our cast members to come to these conventions now as guests too, it's excited because it's, um, we uh, brought Jenna and Catherine to the other Scarecon last year. And so that was their first convention. So it was so exciting to see them experience their first convention, see how everybody responds and be able to introduce them to all the other people that we already know. And they're like, Oh my God. I'm like, yes. You see, cause at first they were very apprehensive about doing the convention. Like how, how are these things going to go? Is, is, is it going to be worth our time? I'm like, yes. <laughs> oh, and I bet, I bet those two probably had a huge, uh, turnout oh, for yeah. fans. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> where I was going with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for oh, sure. Yeah. I can see that. Oh, yeah. There would be times where I look and I'm like, oh, they got a bigger line than I do. <laughs> yeah. I understand. I understand. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I, can, I get it. I get it. <laughs> are, are you jealous that you don't look as good as they do? No, I'm honest with myself. I, I'm like, I, I know I'm not nearly as good looking as any of them. I'm like, yeah, there's a reason I'm under all that makeup. It's, a, it's all right, because Josh, I know you feel the same way with, with me and Dave, Josh. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the, I'm the fat guy of the group. Oh, it's just like any anytime I get some girl that's like trying to hit on me, I'm like, me? <laughs> Wait, talking to me? Really? Well, Mister Thornton, we're gonna have some words. Uh, so my teenage daughter completely hates horror. Right? Once in a while, I can get her to watch something really terrible. Uh, mm-hmm. But I was like, oh yeah, I'm interviewing uh, this guy David. For he was our. T-. She's like, who's that? I'm like, yep. what? So she looks it up. She's like, oh, he's hideous. And then she looked at your picture without the makeup. She's like. Ooh, I'm like, you're not allowed to be in the house. Like, <laughs> that is my baby girl, you son of a <laughs> uh, uh, Stay away. And then my, my wife was like, wow, he's good looking. I'm like, stop I, looking. <laughs> I don't see that. I, I, I've, I've, uh, I was like, no, I'm just not correct. Just take oh, it. Sorry, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really don't understand it. It's like, it's, but it's because, you know, so much of my life, I was always made fun of for being skinny and stuff like that. So it's just like, that's why I'm just like, mm. it, it's like, it used to be the hardest thing for me to even be able to talk to girls back in the day. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, now they come flocking over to your table. So there you go. 
But I'm still dead. They think you're joking. They think you're yeah, being funny. No, I'm just like, no, I'm just extremely awkward. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so go ahead, Josh. I was just going to say, you're going to ask the question we all want to ask. Yeah. Can you drop us anything on Terrifier 2? <laughs> was that a laugh of fuck you no way <laughs> i can't reveal anything yeah that. yeah like i mean can you tell the, the one thing i could reveal because you do see it in the trailers like i got got to you know shoot a flamethrower which is freaking awesome <laughs> oh, yeah. that was like one of the best days on set for me that i've ever had i was like a kid that day I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god i get to really just think they're like yeah i'm like ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. <laughs> they're like let's do it again <laughs> okay <Yeah. laughs> I, I was it was like dame is like yeah i'm like damien you want to do it and he's like i i they won't let me I'm like, you know you want to do it you know you want to <laughs> they won't let me no, like, they won't let me i'm like Come on, <laughs> so like, would you say about how many times more violent will this be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it. It's definitely more violent. I would say like the first five minutes of the movie when we're filming it, it originally wasn't written to be as violent as it was. And we just, because of COVID, Damien had more time to flesh out that scene. <laughs> ah. So he's like, because Damien's like, yeah. you know, Everybody remembers the beginning and endings of films. So you have to start off with a bang and you have to go out with a bang. Yeah. People remember yeah. that. And so we, we have to do that. And so it's like, let's just swing for the fences with this opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, he, he I remember Damien said something. Yeah, it's... Yeah. it's I remember it's, Damien said that this film was going to be darker. Yeah. Oh, it's just yeah. that that's the thing. It's like he he's... He took full advantage of actually having this downtime because of the virus and fleshed mm-hmm. out the things we have not filmed yet. And it's just like this scene was just supposed to be just a few little things. And it's just it keeps going with the just the things I'm doing to my victim. And I'm like, my God, it's like, yeah, he's like, we're going to get an NC-17 rating just for the first five minutes of this film. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, we like my, my first whack I had on the victim, Damien's like, you know, Dave, this would be a whole entire kill right there in itself in a Jason movie. And I'm like, You're yeah. right. Yeah. And we're yeah. doing so much more to this poor thing. <laughs> this poor thing. Oh, my God. It's, it, that's just the first kill movie I, alone. I do think that's going to be welcomed, uh, that darker take on yeah. it just because of everything going on in the world. I think yeah. that people are, you know, a lot of times our horror and our film kind of yeah. reflects what's going on in society. So I do think that's going to be welcomed because I think there's a lot of like needed, like angst that people have to get out. And we, sometimes we do that through, you know, Oh yeah. And, and we're not like, you know, like a lot of horror films where when the kill happens, they just cut away. And so you see the first right. strike and then you see the aftermath. We show everything that happens throughout it. So it's just like, it's, yeah. we take you on that journey of like, oh my God, this guy is messed up. That's <laughs> like awesome. He is doing some horrible things. Cause like, there's another kill that happens later on in the film that it's just mean. It's like, art's not really even doing anything any really funny in this it's just mean and damien said when he was editing and he started getting nauseous so he's just like <laughs> i oh this is hard because you just hears the victim screaming and yelling the whole entire time he's like oh 
God, what did we do? <laughs> <laughs> this is like, it, 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 I'm filming my final scene coming up um, next month. And this is like the big kill scene that we think is might rival the, the hacksaw scene in the first film. Oh, it's like, okay. Oh Ooh. my God, I can't believe they're doing it. Oh that. man. And oh, we sweet. started filming oh, man, it back in February. And it, it, it just the beginnings because there's a lot of prosthetics involved in this thing, a lot. Okay. And and so we, mm-hmm. we filmed the stuff we didn't really need extensive prosthetics with. And one of our crew members, Leo, who is a huge horror horror guy, he he he's tough. He is like, guys, I gotta step out of the room right now. <laughs> I am, oh, wow. I'm getting woozy. <laughs> And that was just the beginning of it, where he was just like, "I, I, jeez." So you <laughs> got, just, so you got one kill scene that you you have to wrap up, and then how much more do you think? How much longer do you think it's going to be before you guys? I, I think we should. Once we wrap this scene, I think we should basically be wrapped for the film. Cool. So we nice. should be done by the end of the year. All right, and they're not. There's no estimate now as far as release. Obviously, I would it's it's all dependent on like how quickly we can get you know everything edited and then yeah. find distribution and stuff like that. So um, and I think a lot of things are contingent also because of the virus right now. Because I, I know Damien has an idea where he wants to do a road show with it, kind of like what Kevin Smith did with the last uh, Jay and Silent Bob movie. Yeah. Because okay. like we're, we're we're honest with ourselves, we, we don't think you know a, a theater chain is going to put us in theaters nationwide, you know, a big huge right. release like that because of the content. Because you know, mm-hmm. like I said NC seventeen rating. I was like, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but we could be like the most successful NC seventeen movie. <laughs> yeah, in that regard too, that would get people talking. People would want to go see. It's like, oh my god, what's what's in this movie and stuff like that. But it's, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, but it, it we still want to. S- it be seen with a group of people. So like, yeah, we could just take it to different theaters all over the nation and, you know, do that. Cause I think it's on those films that you have to see with a big audience. Feed these, these are the type of films you have to see with an audience. You can't see it just sitting on your couch at home. It's more fun with a big group of people whereby screaming and yelling and laughing and all yeah. that fun stuff. Yeah, for sure. Sweet. So, if you guys come to Rhode Island, yeah. we'll be <laughs> Yeah. That's, a, that's exactly what I was just going to say. If you guys do end up uh, planning Rhode Island in that road trip, let us know because we yeah. will. Uh, we would love to be part of that. Um, well, whatever happens, I'll definitely be posting updates and great. stuff like that. I know Damien will be doing Sweet. the same on his page and also the Terrifier pages and stuff like that. Very cool. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's just like I, I've learned so much about this industry that I didn't understand beforehand about yeah you know, how, how hard it is to actually make movies. And just, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that you just don't realize as a fan. It's just like, wow, this is just trying to get, you know, a, a, a distribution. It's just like, my God, because yeah. there are people that want to take you on, but then they want to make cuts to the film and stuff like that. That, that was like problems yeah. with the first one. And Damien was like, absolutely not. They wanted to cut like most of the, the hacksaw scene out. They're like, well, we could put you in theaters nationwide, but we want to make cuts. And he's like, no, because this is going to be the, he's like, this is my vision. No, you no one's going to mess with my art. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is, this is what people are going to remember about the film. So no, you're not cutting that. Yeah. yeah. Let me, let me ask you. So, you know, I know you're pretty politically aware. Um, mm-hmm. You sit, you'd stay very up to date with politics and like yeah. kind of what's going on in the world. Um, and you're, you know, I know you've been outspoken and sometimes that's gotten you some feedback in some ways. Yeah. Um, let me ask you though, how have you, 
does has any of your like that kind of like what's going on in the world has it has that mm-hmm. gone into your character at all in any shape like have you have you adjusted the way you play art kind of no there, is it more is he more malicious in any way or is he kind of just like exactly what we know we've grown to love? No, he, he's, he's still the same art, still just malicious. I, I think he's a little bit more confident in part two though, because you know, he's come back from the dead. He's like, Oh, oh, oh Hey, I didn't know I could do this. Hey. You know? <laughs> so yeah. he's, he's got more, he's got a little bit more swagger to him. I think now because he's like, I'm a tough son. Of a bitch. Mm. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Yeah, awesome. <laughs> but I think that also can you know that might be a detriment to him too because he he has that little bit too much you know confidence in that way where he you know, he might be caught off guard. You never know. Yeah, yeah. So sure. so here's a question: You're a very physical actor, mm-hmm. like, and and I don't mean like aggressively physical. I mean your movements are very physical with your characters. Right. Um, is art still going to be like a physical? Like you don't speak. But right. you move around a lot, like, and I, are you still going to be like that kind of like oh, me moving around, like, like I'm, tr- I'm showing you how to move, right? Like, right. But you get what I'm saying? Like, are you still going to be physical like that with art? Oh, definitely, definitely. He's he's still you know that that's always the hard part with this character because we were like I'm the comedy guy, Damien's the horror guy, and that's why we work so well together because we bounce our ideas mm-hmm. off of each other. We're in like, and we'll try different approaches to the same scene. Like, okay, let's do it a little bit funnier or let's try it scarier now. And we'll see what works best. And and sometimes I'll have an idea and he's like, no, I this is how I want it to be. That he doesn't this doesn't need to be silly right now. And that's that's the, that fine line we're always having to walk is because we don't want to get too campy with mm-hmm. things. But we still want him to be have his humorous aspects to him too. So it's just, it's a, it's a tough line to walk, but it's it's fun at the same time because it can be a fun challenge because there are scenes where I'm able to just totally let loose and just have fun with it. And he actually wrote some scenes in the second one because, you know, when he wrote part one, we didn't know each other at the time. He didn't know what my style was. So when he wrote part two, he's like, okay, this is a scene where Dave can just play. And he won't even really oh, write. He won't even write what is going to happen in the scene because we're like, we'll just figure that out when we get on set and we'll see what we have to interact with. And I, I, I can think of two scenes in particular in this film where I just, I, I was able to walk on set. I had no idea what I was going to do until I got there. I'm like, I just saw what I had on set. I'm like, okay, I came up with a routine. I'm going to do this, 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 this. He's like, awesome. Let's film it. Nice. Oh, uh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. And he's so, over there on the side just going, oh, God. So on that like I know you're a big fan of physical comedians. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite physical comedian? That's really tough. Um, Cause I, you know, I love the greats that came before like Chaplin and Buster Keaton and stuff like that. They were, they, they mm-hmm. set the standard for everybody. They, they set the foundation for everybody, but I'm like, I'm a huge Jim Carrey fan. Of course he's a big, has had a big influence mm-hmm. on me, but I would say, um uh i was you know for one um mr bean rowan Atkinson, yeah, I, love I, I had uh, a feeling it was gonna be mr bean yeah that really got me into it because um i mean i love jim carrey at the time but uh my my aunt gifted me a box set of mr bean videos when i was a teenager and i would just sit there and 
really digest that. And I would watch him over and over and over and over and over and over and over. It's like, oh God, I love this character because mm-hmm. he's such an asshole. <laughs> he's a lovable asshole, but he is such an yeah. asshole. So selfish. Yeah. And he's so just he has no sense of what is right or wrong. He just he's just all about himself. Yeah. And that's that's the kind of approach I've taken to uh, art as well. It's, it's all about him. What what makes him happy? What entertains him? Screw everybody else. This is what entertains me. And that's so I put a lot of that you know into art. But um, so yeah, that's a bit of big you know influence. He's one of my favorites because I just yeah. think he's brilliant, and uh, and and he's influenced a lot of other people and the other person I would say was an influence on me that he also influenced was uh Stephen Carl, who was Robbie Rotten. Robbie uh, Rotten from Lazy his, Town. Yes. Yes. I was his understudy for five years with the Grinch. So Stephen really helped take all the stuff I had been just learning from watching the greats that came before me. And he, because he was professionally trained in physical comedy and clowning and he took me and he really just helped me fine tune my skills because I had never been able to meet an actor like that beforehand that could really just teach me and like, okay, this, you're doing some great things, but here's how to make them better. Mm-hmm. And so I took a lot of what Stefan did in when I would be on set, I'm like, okay, how would Stefan approach this scene? Okay. I know what I'm going to do now. I would just call him. What would Stefan do moments? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> So you see a uh, yeah, lot a of Stephen Carl in my portrayal of Art the Clown, I, I would say. Yeah. So last question for me. Part two, you're going to do a scene where you drive by, and instead of waving, you're going to do the middle finger like Mr. <laughs> Bean did? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that's, I, I love it because you know, people – always think of the middle finger because that was that was one of those happy accidents we had on set where that wasn't they had already said cut and i was just joking around with the actress uh samantha scafidi when she's coming back so we had to do the scene again and i was like ah fuck you (laughs) (laughs) and they caught it on on camera and they're just the crew's laughing their asses off and they're like that was so funny and and Damien has said that that was something he never wanted to actually, you know, he never even thought about putting anything like that into the film because it just seemed too contrived. Yeah. And, but he's like, no, that just worked. It was just, it was just so natural. Yeah. It just happened in the moment. And so I was like, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, I, I just have two, two last things I want to, I want to throw at you. So our first mm-hmm. thing is uh, something we've been doing with people that we, we uh, get to talk to. Um, that have characters like yourself and art. Um, mm-hmm. it, we, so Josh does um, a weekly horror icon throwdown that we allow our social media followers to vote on. And I think you might have caught wind of this because we recently <laughs> did a ghost face yeah. from Scream versus Art the Clown. Yes, and, yes. And I believe I like, that ghost face has won, but you demanded a recount, which yeah, is yep. hilarious. I had and to do that kinda, because of what was going on at the time. Yes, like, yeah. Oh, and oh, yeah. That was... That was so perfect, and it like actually was what kind of like spawned us wanting to get in contact with you because we're like, oh, this is perfect. Um, You're not stepping down until it happens, goddamn. I have to have a recount. (laughs) So I will, I will let you know that Josh has actually used you on three occasions. So Mm -hmm. the people that he's posted you against have been Ghostface, 
Pennywise, and Twisty. Um, uh, yeah. Out of the three of those, who do you feel Art the Clown has the chance to be in a horror icon throwdown, whether it's uh, physical or you oh, know, easy. some sort of battle? Which which ones do you feel that's like? Definitely can... Ghostface. I mean, that's just a, like some little punk. <laughs> that one really stuck a nerve, huh? That was just, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, really? Because it's not even the same person. You know, it's always a different person. Yeah, like, yeah, which one? Right? It's just a guy with yeah. a knife and high. <laughs> as soon as they text me I'm like this guy is going to come to my house he's going to get the door in you did get some people that defended you they oh I know I was like, yeah, yeah. reiterated that same point I was like he can't come back from the dead I can yes yes <laughs> that's exactly what somebody has said though it's uh, Ghostface was just some some teen yeah. and uh, so Josh uh, remind me the other one that um, the voters had picked was also they had Art beating Twisty right Mm. Oh, hands down. Uh, that yeah. one got like more votes than almost every other throwdown. Wow. Ever. Um, Art got something like a hundred and something, and Twisty got like twenty. Really? So, wow. Like, yeah, Twisty. I got love very... Twisty. Oh my god! When they, it, it made me mad when they killed him off on there. I was like, no, he's the best part of this season. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he was. definitely was. John Carroll Lynch was amazing, and I didn't even realize that was him. Uh, mm. I, I remember him from back of the Drew Carey show when he was Drew's <laughs> older brother that cross-dressed, and I was like, this is, <laughs> this is hysterical. And I was like, oh my god, that's him. Oh my god, because yeah. that that <laughs> he was so freaky in that role. It was just. But then they made him like a sympathetic character too at the same time. And but then just that the whole thing when he takes off the mask and that you just see the blah, blah, oh my yeah. god, that was yeah. like <laughs> that was great. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yes. I love that character. I was like, oh. So are you sad that you beat him? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. We'll start singing Cleveland Rocks. Yes. So, so I think we're going to make an oath to you that anytime a horror clown comes into the business, we are going to post them against you and let the voters pick. And I hope that you always witness it and chime <laughs> in to let us know if you agree with the with the outcome. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, Th- those are fun though. Those are always fun. You know, I, I sometimes like to chime in on my. Uh, I. I, I you know, I never get mad about him. Maybe some people think I'm like, oh, no, I'm just joking around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. No, yeah. This is all fun. This is all fun. It's Absolutely. just like, oh, God, I, I don't take it to heart at all. It's just like, yeah, because everybody has their own opinions about yeah. this. Spe- yeah. Speaking yeah. of opinions. That was really cool. Speaking of opinions, I have this is what I want to, to ask you last was so. As much as there's are the majority of people that really love Art the Clown and they love Terrifier. There are there is this minority of people that yeah. do not like Terrifier at all, and they they talk trash about Art the Clown. Yeah. How how do you approach that? And like, because I mean, this kind of ties into something we talked about recently. Because mm-hmm. you know, just even like running a social media about movies we didn't even participate in, just giving yeah. our opinions gets backlash sometimes. So I wonder what it's like for you actually being the actor and like having investment in this movie. It's I mean I understand because in like you know, I know especially the first one that like. Because uh, I know, like one of the big critiques we had was like, "Oh, there's no plot. There's no, very little character development." And I'm like, yeah, we know, <laughs> <laughs> we know. Oh, we, we're fully aware of that. Well, we were trying to go for that. But it's like, yeah, I understand. That's I can understand why some people are like, "Oh, I don't like this," or you know, like. But that's the thing. It's like, 
like it's just like how comedy is uh horror is also subjective as well different things scare different people and so you know this might not scare some people and i'm like yeah this might not be their cup of tea and i'm like i totally understand there have been other mainstream horror films that have come out i'm not going to name names but you know other people were like this is the best movie ever and it was critically acclaimed movie and i was like i didn't like it Oh, I already know uh, what movie you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, yeah, it's just like, I was kind of like, it wasn't for me. It, it had nothing to do with the actors or anything like that. It's like the, the storyline. I was like, I just don't, it, no, I was it bored. Yeah, it yeah. didn't connect with it. It didn't scare me. And yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's, I didn't care for it. And I also thought I was overhyped. And I was like, yeah. So I can understand how other people might have the same reaction to Terrifier. It's just like, everybody I, has their own opinion. I want to, I want to say it out loud. What I think it is. Can I? Yeah, go ahead. Midsummer. No, no, no. Actually, oh, okay. I, no, because I I enjoyed that, but I heard that so many times. People are yeah. like, oh, it kind of was boring to me. Um, I I thought that especially with the the um the scene with the old people. Oh my god, that was a yeah. great like <laughs> yeah, that I, head yeah. smash. I was like, oh, that's a good head smash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because that made like and also just the first drop. I was like, oh god. Yeah. And it, yeah. it gave it actually made me react like that, and it's like I love it when a movie makes you go. God, I, I love that because that that that's good. That's good. It was a good use of practical effects there and stunt work. I was like, that was good. That was good. I was like, but there are yeah, there's some other movies. Yeah, yeah. But yeah so I remember I, I, talking to. Uh, oh, sorry. No, that's you, fine. You yeah, I so I remember, remember I was talking to I was talking to Damien about that, and I know he was talking about like a kind of a backstory for art. Now, for the second film, are they going to like? go deep into that or are they just going to continue to keep it like with no plot and just roll with it oh we definitely have more plot this time this no, is okay. definitely um this like i, I kind of look at terrifier one was it's introducing everybody to art this movie mm-hmm. even though art is front and center don't worry he's not just going to be in for like 15 minutes and be gone yeah, yeah. we're not pulling yeah. a beetlejuice there <laughs> but it's just like um but yeah, it's it. This movie, I, I think he and the the female lead have equal time. It's it's no, more no. about developing her story now and okay. how she becomes mm-hmm. the 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 yin to his yang in a lot of ways. No. So we're we're setting Ooh. up the the Batman to his Joker now. Nice. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what's exciting. So yeah, oh. and I and Damien made a point to make this more plot centric and and. Mm-hmm really developed characters and I love the characters that are in this film. There's some that people don't even know about yet. And I'm just like, Oh, I can't wait. There, there's one in particular. I think people are going to be, have a big, huge, what the fuck moment with. And I'm like, I love it. <laughs> It'd be a lot of questions about this character too. Okay. And I love it because we don't want to answer everything yet. Yeah. I think yeah. a little bit of mystery is always fun. It's just like, it's like the jokers. Like you're, you're not supposed to know who he was before he, he fell into the, yeah. you just know he was a guy dressed as the red hood. Mm-hmm. And but it's like you don't know why he went that way, and I think that's it's it's kind of fun having that because I, I love seeing all the different you know fan theories out there. It's like who was art mm-hmm. before he was art? Like what what made him go this route? Yeah. I know, I know who he was. That's something Damien and I have come up mm-hmm. with together. We we've, we've really fleshed out his background and everything like that. But like we want to leave a lot of that still a mystery, but we do have clues in part two. It, it, yeah and so like it's 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 crazy because you know it's like when you when you go one way with it you know some fans get mad and some fans are cool with it because 
like we kind of talked about it before with the remake of Halloween, the Rob Zombie, when yep. he kind of went into the backstory of Michael Myers, you have people that love it and you have people that hate it, you know? Yeah. And, oh, you're not supposed to know what, what Michael Myers was like or what he was yeah. thinking at that time. And, you know, so I, like, you know, me and Dave, we talked, you know, mm-hmm. we, we like that, that Rob Zombie took that time yeah. to kind of like explore the whole situation of what made Michael the way he was, you know? So yeah. if you look at it from, you just have to have open mind, you know? And so I think exactly. like some people are disabled too. Yeah. You know? You're never going to please everybody. Right. Yeah, that especially with origins and stuff like that because you know mm-hmm. but I, I think Damien and I have an idea especially how to explore it in part three that you know kind of appeases both parties of that that don't want his whole background told and those that mm-hmm. want to know more about it so I think we found a happy yeah. medium in there but yeah yeah it's just you know it's like because you know it's like the stories that people have in their heads is like that's their story that's so, like, what we've come up with necessarily won't necessarily be something they like, you know? It's like, because mm-hmm. they have their own cool ideas, and it's like, it's hard to beat someone else's story that they've come up for themselves. Yeah, I, I look at all the yeah. stuff that happened, you know, with Star Wars, you know, with uh, Ray's background, you know, who her parents were, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's like, all these fan theories at first, and everybody, you know, when... Uh, the second movie came out, people were so pissed. I'm like, what? <laughs> She's a nobody. And even the third movie, what? She's a spoiler alert, a Palpatine? What? Nah. <laughs> but it's just like, but it's, it's, sometimes it's better just to leave some things a mystery, too. Yeah. But I think we found a, a fun way to do both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I look forward to that for yeah. sure. I think that's. You know, I think it's welcomed with this storyline just because the first one was so like right away getting into it that like there wasn't even like a second for you to even like wonder what was really going on. Yeah. Um, so I think it will be welcomed with this one. Um, I just I wanted to ask one more thing that kind of ties into a previous question. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been a, a time where a fan or a non-fan has just gone too far and you had to kind of like draw a line with them, whether it was so much hate (laughs) and that it was like, is this getting personal? Or if it was like, they were just (laughs) do too much and you had to tell them. It was actually at Scaricon. There was this one guy that was, I think he had a little bit too much to drink that night. And it wasn't Dave. He, he was just talking. No, it wasn't you guys. But he was he was more talking about the, the females in the movie and stuff like that oh, and the okay. stuff he wanted to see uh, done to them and stuff like that. Or it's like, Oh, how cool mm. is that to be, to be in those kind of situations with those girls and like that. And like, yeah, we're, I was on uh, in a movie with a girl that was topless. So what? This yeah, is like, yeah. but mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's like that we didn't look at that scene as a you know, sexual scene at all. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was, that was more about, you know, debasing her and, you know, it, it's like it was more about psyching, uh, more like psychological torture for um, Tara's character to see her friend in such a vulnerable state and stuff like that. And it's like, and when we're filming it, that was the furthest thing from our mind because we we're trying to make sure Catherine was safe the whole yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure you're like, like in a different state with it. Yeah. But so I'm just like, this guy was just going on and on. And I was like, oh, you must. I'm like, both damn because like, Catherine's like a sister to us now. So it's like, this is yeah. family. These are like family. So like we get defensive over like people trying to sexualize you know, our, our 
our uh, the people in our films are like how dare you say this stuff about them because you know like all the women that we've worked with in these films both films are just amazing you know headstrong women that are just awesome people in real life i'm like i i don't want to hear you saying this kind of stuff about yeah. them so damien damien i think was about to throw a punch because <laughs> he was like like someone just took this guy away from us because he was just getting really obnoxious about it you know, just like ah god man this is like this is this it's not cool it's not yeah cool. yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's why i don't drink <laughs> can't control himself, Josh. Yeah, it's like this guy cannot. Control, and he was also was like, "Yeah, your movie." He's like, "You know, you need to have more plot. Why do you have more plot in your movies?" He was just, uh, it was just, it was just, it was just like, "God, dude, yeah. dude just <laughs> you're like waving over security. Get this motherfucker out of here." Yeah, pretty much. It was just like, dude, this is, you're embarrassing yourself. Yeah, it's just like, dude, dude. it's yeah. always one bad apple, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like we always. Like, it's like we always say, why don't you go make a damn movie? Like, yeah, you got so many opinions about it. Go oh, I know, but you know, it's, yeah. that was, it's such a rarity, though. That hardly yeah. ever happens. That was that's why that that one stood out because it was so rare. We're like, what the hell? Yeah, what the yeah. hell is wrong with this guy right now? It's like this is not cool. Why are you sure. talking like this? It's like, would you say this stuff to her face? It was yeah. like this is, right. dude. Yeah, and probably no, he's. <laughs> Probably would not do that. No. <laughs> I'm assuming. I'm assuming. No, because um, he you probably, probably wouldn't know what to say. Ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I know that the these women would be able to hold their own too. They would be like, yeah, <laughs> put them in their places. Because, oh, yeah. And it's like, um, I love them so much. I'm like, I, it's like Papa Bear comes out of Damien and I when this stuff happens. Yeah, we're just yeah. Like, we're like, how dare you say yeah, that kind of stuff? Because I'm like, yeah. no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You don't talk to them, talk about them that way in in, in front of me. Mm-mm. Right. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got a family. I can understand completely. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I have an adopted family with uh, two brothers and two sisters. So yeah. Yeah. I get it completely. I'm like, a very protective person. I'm very protective. I'm just like, I'm like that with all my female friends. I'm like, how dare you say it? I'm like, that's commendable though like i i give you all the props in the world to be like hey dude why don't you just fuck off you know what i mean like uh a lot of a lot of you know it's pretty cool that you stick up for people like that you know well someone has it's just like some things are just not acceptable for me i'm just like yeah it's like i I, i'm like i understand you see an attractive woman yeah you see you don't have to just go text avery wolf on them you know, right. just like nice. you can internalize. I'm like, I, I recognize when I see a beautiful woman, but I'm not just going, oh, my God. I'm just, no, dude, yeah. dude. And I think that's been important for um, I know us, us three as like a collective, like group of horror fans. It's been mm-hmm. important to kind of represent horror fans in a non-stereotypical way yeah. of how other people may have seen them if they didn't actually like immerse themselves in this world. Yeah. Um, for us, like we don't. Mm-hmm. you know we're not like all always dressed in black with yeah, you know exactly. you know and like we don't like we shower daily and stuff like that like, <laughs> exactly like but i think there's like a stereo it's, like, there is that view. stereotype and that's that's also kind of what made me mad about this like dude you're being a stereotype right yeah exactly stop and, this shit yep that's stop exactly this. what it is um i know when we go to conventions yeah. like you know we make it a point to like you know, we're immersing ourselves in this world, but like, I'm not, I'm trying to also act like, you know, I care yeah. about this and I'm not trying to make a fool out of myself or, oh, yeah. 
And that's the thing. It's like 99.9% of all the people, the fans at these conventions, they're all the coolest people. They're nice. Yeah. Some of them are wearing black or they're wearing makeup and stuff like that, but it's because they're accepted. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that they can come here to these conventions and be able to show who they are and be accepted by everybody. And everybody embraces Mm -hmm. that. And that's what I think is so cool about no one's judgmental. Yes. Yes. Everybody's exactly. able to just be themselves, and it's like, yeah. So we all love horror movies. That doesn't mean we're all freaks in real life that yeah. actually want to go cut people and stuff yeah. like that. No. Oh my God, no. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what yeah. we love too. Is like you know you we've we've met so many people that look you know similar to us or different than mm-hmm. us. But the one common thing is that everybody seems to just be super kind for some. It's yeah. so odd because we love this like super dark themed art and we love yeah. people get murdered but then everybody's like super nice to each other and kind yeah, yeah. it's it's the weirdest juxtaposition because yeah, like yeah. yeah everybody's like oh this is such an awesome i love it when you do that in the movie but they're like oh this is my puppy i brought my puppy <laughs> yeah. with me and he's like yeah it's funny every movie night we've done we've we've raised money for um uh, the animal rescue league. So there you go. Talking yeah, about. Yeah. Like, oh man. I, I, I freak out over dogs and cats and stuff like that. At, at yeah. cats and I'm like, Oh, can I pet them? I gotta see the puppy. <laughs> I just like the fact that you used a juxtaposition in a sentence on a podcast. <laughs> I come from a family English teacher. Cause it happens. <laughs> <laughs> These guys make fun of me all the time for not knowing how to read, even though I'm sitting in a library. So you you just had to throw that in, Josh, didn't you? I did. I did. <laughs> he yeah. always has to humble brag about his library. <laughs> I thought he said library at first, though. <laughs> well, I, I still have an accent. I'm like, use guys, the library. Like, the library. Yeah. My car. Um, <laughs> So, so David, I, I just wanted to say, like, well, I think one of the things that I think everybody has really appreciated about, not, like, not even just Art the Clown, but also you, is the fact that, like, as the movie blew up and you started to go on podcasts and do interviews and you were going to the conventions, everybody got to see you as a person and see how, like, how much you seem to appreciate your fans, how approachable you are. Um, like I said pr- previously, you, I know that you, you have very strong beliefs and you, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're, you're passionate about those as well. Um, so I think it's been like a, an amazing journey just watching like this movie blow up that like, obviously nobody expected at first. And then to also along the way meet to like you and Damien and everybody else in the cast, just meet this group of, um, actors and creators that are just also very nice and, uh, genuine people. So I think we all really appreciate that about you. Thank and you. V- thank you very much for joining us tonight. Oh, you're welcome. I've been having such a fun time appreciate chatting it. with you guys. It's just, Thanks. this is just so laid nice. back and chill. So just like, eh. <laughs> yeah. this is just, this is like, it, it just feels like, you know, like conventions where I'm just hanging out with people afterwards and just shooting the shit with them. This is the kind of stuff I love. Yeah. So you even learned we- a new word, library. Library. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of trees do those grow on, Josh? I uh, I, I'm writing my own dictionary. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's a new type of berry. It's the library. 
it's all we've also, in dc yeah <laughs> i was gonna say we've also been pretty tame tonight as far as busting each other's balls so i think that's yeah. because you have been so so nice to us so i appreciate that as well and josh probably appreciates it more than any of us uh dave got me thrown out of my local library the son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> That's why he built his own. I got thrown out of my uh, elementary school library one time because I, I it was in the first grade. I learned how to do the armpit farts <laughs> in the library, and I, I, I couldn't stop doing it because I was like, I discovered a new trick, and I'm like, <laughs> and it feels kind of cool too. Like you had that, like, David. You have to stop. No. <laughs> Get out of the library. Oh, my God. I actually knew it. Like, one of my, uh, I was in a fraternity in college, oddly enough, and like, one of my fraternity <laughs> brothers could play music on his armpits. Oh, I don't man. know how. <laughs> it was a special skill, and it was amazing. So we would be, we would have parties and stuff like that, and they would have a band, and sometimes he would get up with the band, and he would just put the microphone next to his armpit, and he'd just start playing along <laughs> with them. And it's like, <laughs> and it awesome. was totally on pitch. It was like, how do you? do this <gasps> it was the so, funniest thing i loved it i was just like this is amazing skills like you i'm like I, i'm still amazed he's never gone on america's got talent to do this like, <laughs> one day one day you will see him on there he's on there doing still, like, fly to the bumblebees or something like that like, how are you doing this <laughs> so what i'm hearing is terrifier part three has art the clown with his sidekick armpit <laughs> like that's what i'm hearing <laughs> <laughs> do it yeah he can't he can't tell us that that's a spoiler Farting alert right there <laughs> yeah part of the, the, place. Oh my. the setting is a library <laughs> <laughs> david um before we wrap up today tell us you know what do you what are you pushing right now what do you want to promote what do you got working yeah. on well i'm uh in january of, oh well, first of all we are, we're filming English hard. <laughs> English hard. <laughs> oh God! It's just, uh, sometimes my brain goes faster than my mouth gets stuck. Oh, I hear you. It's just so <laughs> annoying. But um, yeah, we're finishing filming Terrifier, of course, this fall and uh, December. But um, but uh, I'm going to be filming two more films starting in January. I'm going to. They brought me in for this uh, independent film called Times Up. That had a great independent, um, not independent, but Indiegogo campaign. And it's uh, Damon Maffei from Strangers 2, Pray at Night. And oh, Fox. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. L.C. Holt from You're Next and Felissa Rose are the producers. And they're also in it. And they like, hey, Dave, you want to be in this? They wrote a little part for me. So I have a fun little, you know, two or three scenes in it that I get to do. So I'm like, that's cool. I'm, I'm the type of person, like, I don't care if it's the lead I, or just a one or two scene part. As long as it's something fun I can do. I'm I'm game. I'm like that's that's cool. And so it's, it's going to be a fun role in that, and um, it's going to be a fun slasher, cool script. And then after that, I'm going to be filming uh, with a lot of Terrifier people on uh, what we're hoping is going to be another horror franchise. It's called Stream. I can't tell you more okay. about the plot or anything like that, but it's yeah. it's a cool concept. It's we got a lot of ideas, and we're get, we're getting a lot of people from the horror world from the older horror films involved in it as well okay so it's like we got like a pretty star-studded cast it's like you know it's they haven't really announced a lot of them yet but it's i'm i'm, I'm excited who's who's but, heading that uh project uh fuzz on the lens the are mike levy jason levy and steve um they'll sell they're uh they were our 
Jason and Steve were our two cops in Terror Fire, and Mike was the exterminator that I decapitated. But they're also oh, okay. uh, helping on Terror Fire too. They have they have another film that came out a few years ago called Abnormal Attraction, which you can find on like Amazon Prime and stuff like that. So it's hysterical. But um, cool. but yeah, so they wrote their own horror series. And they're like, hey, you want to be part of it? So, like, yeah. And so, we got Damien's going to be doing the prosthetics and stuff like that for it. And we got a lot of our other crew members going to be helping out on it. And they've, you know, um, got some other people involved with it as well. So, I'm like, it's, that's exciting. It's just, we're going to be camped out in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, filming in this hotel for about a month or so. So, it's going to be fun. We're just going to be like, hey, let's just camp out all together and film a movie. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. So it sounds like 2021. I mean, I, I, hopefully I don't jinx myself like we did in 2019, but like, <laughs> sounds like 2021, there's, you know, we have a lot more of you to be seen. Uh, we should be seeing a few projects with you involved, right? Yeah. Hopefully, and hopefully, you know, once Terror 2 comes out, that's going to just explode yeah. and yeah. open up more doors and stuff like that, too. Absolutely. So it's an exciting I- journey to be on right now. I wanted to ask you, this is a totally unrelated question. Um, mm-hmm. Terrifier 1, you filmed in an abandoned location, correct? Um, it was a hospital. Is that We, we filmed accurate? in two different locations. Originally, we were filming in this, what we think might have been a chop shop in Trent, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got out of there. <laughs> yeah. Was it Trent uh, Hospital that you had? No, no. Or, I no? don't know. It, I, it's, it was just like all that stuff, all the tires and the cars and everything, those were there. It was just like, well none of that was set dressing that was all there that bathroom was just as disgusting as it was but um then we ended up filming the rest out on staten island at seaview mental hospital seaview that's what i was yeah. that's what it was yep did you guys get permission or did you kind of just go yeah we had permission because uh right. damien's mom was working there at the time so she oh she all right got us in there so we we're filming in one of the more abandoned parts of the the, the facility because it was badly damaged during the hurricane yeah. that hit yeah. us and so and, and it was really creepy because like the tunnels that we were in, that's where you see with the baby and stuff like that. Those were the tunnels that they were using to bring TB patients after they died yeah. and stuff like that to burn the body. So like the, the, the room that um, you see me strangling uh, Victoria in with the, the cell phone or whatever that was. And also actually where you see Catherine, it's the same room where she's cut in half. Uh, that was the furnace room. They, I think, oh, okay. burned a lot of bodies, and we were finding some weird things in there. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, who am I breathing in right now? Yeah. Well, that was, the, I mean, that was the other big part of that film. I think the setting was very, very cool. Yeah. It was very dark. Um, oh, yeah. So that definitely helped with that. Oh, it definitely. It, it helped us with the budget, too. It's like, oh, we don't have to do any set decoration. This is all yeah, just here. Exactly. This is great. This yeah. is creepy. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. I just, I want to ask that. I, I meant to asked that earlier but I oh where it is is creepy that place is creepy yeah creepy for sure <laughs> all right um well david again thanks for joining us um we, this was oh, really fun thank you very yeah much. <laughs> we'll have to do this once part two comes out so i can actually yes. talk about things i i oh, hope you do i definitely hope you come back yeah because there's gonna be so much i want to talk about it's just like i can't talk about it yet all right. Well, you know, thanks again, David. And uh, thanks to all of our listeners for uh, for catching this bonus episode. Hope you enjoyed it and have a great night, everyone. Bye.